ready for true happiness, for deep fulfillment, for feeling alive, on purpose, and in control of your life again, it's time to be the bold, brilliant, beautiful woman you were born to be. Welcome to the Purpose Girl Podcast. I'm women's happiness and life purpose expert, Karen Rockhunt, and I'm going to teach you how to live on purpose, feel alive, and be happy in every aspect of life. I'm going to get real about my life and interview women who are living on purpose so that you can finally live yours. Welcome to the show. Hello, 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 my woman. Do you ever feel like you're a little girl? Like even if you're in your 37-year-old body or like me, your 48-year-old body or your 55-year-old body or your 72-year-old body, you sometimes still feel like you're 12. Like your partner takes the last Reese's peanut butter cup and you're like, what the actual fuck? Why doesn't he like me? Why is she mad at me? Why is she such a jerk? Why do they do that? I wanted it. I wanted it. Or a friend doesn't call doesn't call you back. And you're like, are they mad at me? What did I do? What did I do? Why aren't they mad at me? Right? We do these behaviors over and over again where we literally revert back into our little girl selves because every single one of us has a younger self. In fact, you've heard me say it a hundred times. I'll say it a hundred thousand times until we all get it and feel it. We are every age we have ever been. Inside of us is a whole bunch of different us's from different times of our lives. An eight-year-old who brought home artwork and mom didn't want to hang it on the fridge and you felt rejected. Or a 16-year-old that you loved a girl and she didn't love you back and you felt stupid. We all have these younger parts of us and they sit inside of us and remind us that we're no good, that people don't like us, that we're stupid, we're foolish, we'll fail, because that part of us, those parts of us are trying to keep us safe. But if you want to live a life that you really love, if you want to live a life where you feel radiant and vital and powerful, where you actually go for the dream, you actually create the art company, you actually apply to sing on the stage, you actually apply for the business loan, where you actually go for the promotion, where you speak up in the meeting instead of letting everyone else speak over you, then what we actually have to do is begin to separate the girl from the woman. And this is why I'm so excited about the brand shift that's coming. My business has been called Purpose Girl for 12 years. And just like any good Jewish girl, woman... After 12 years, I'm having a bat mitzvah and becoming woman because you're a woman and I'm a woman. And if we really want to create what we want in life, it's time to step into woman. So today's episode of the podcast is all about some of the little girl tendencies and what that looks like instead as woman. You're going to laugh through some of this. You might cry a little bit. You might think, oh my God, is she inside of my house (laughs) or inside of my head? I get it because I'm there too. And together we are reclaiming woman. Because after hundreds, thousands of years where woman has been oppressed, where the word woman has been equated to being weak, we are reclaiming woman as the most powerful word on the planet, the most powerful creature 
who births all other humans and who can do anything and everything and is truly magnificent. And so let's talk about little girl versus woman. But before I begin, this episode is brought to you by The Year of Woman, my all new, absolutely life-changing course to be the woman that you were born to be. If you feel like you just are overwhelmed, you feel like you don't have the orgasms you want, you wish that you had more money, you're stressed out, you feel deep inside like there's something wrong with you, or you just want more, I have created The Year of Woman so that every single month you get full-on access and full-on support for every single aspect of being woman. One month, the goddess taking exquisite care of your mental, emotional, spiritual, physical health. Another month, sensuality, sexuality, so that you really, truly feel yummy. Another month, your confidence, your worthiness, claiming it. Another month, money and wealth. And throughout a whole year, you will feel so whole and so alive. And I've made it accessible to all at only $111 a month. What you might pay for a therapy session or you might pay for a gel mani-pedi. Join us. This is the revolution that will change your life. Go to karenrockhine.com forward slash woman, karenrockhine.com forward slash woman. So you might be able to hear it in my voice. We've been sick here again, as is the case when you have a toddler who is starting daycare, preschool, whatever you want to call it. And so we've all been a little bit sick and Shay was sick and then Josh was sick and then I got sick last. And so while Josh was sick, I was on solo mom duty and it was my pleasure. I got to spend a lot of time with him and I'm about to go out of town for a week for my Puerto Rico wild woman retreat that is full. I'm so excited for these women who are coming and for me and the waterfalls we're going to splash in. We're going to be out in the wild and bringing musical instruments. It's going to be extraordinary. But after a while, mama needed a break. So after a few days, when Josh woke up feeling good, and I did not yet feel bad, I thought, ah, today I get to meditate. I was like so excited. He felt good. He jumped out of bed. And I was just staying in bed like, ah, I'm going to set my insight timer. I'm going to relax. Maybe I'll ask him to bring me up some coffee or tea in bed. And then Josh says to me, I'll go make us oatmeal. And off he went. And I was like, uh, uh, okay, uh, no, like I didn't say no, but I'm thinking no. It was like my first day that I could have just meditated and I really need to meditate every day for me to have a good day. And so I then I ended up on mom duty again and was getting Shay dressed for school and we had a dirty diaper and he hates having his diaper changed because he really is ready for potty training, but won't let us potty train him yet and is screaming his head off and all of that. And so again, there I was on the mom duty, and I could hear Josh listening to music in the kitchen. And I could start to feel that like heat building up in my body. And I could start to feel some resentment. I could start to hear that voice in my brain say, how could he do this to me? And then I paused. Because the old me would have been angry as fuck. The old me would have been so mad, like, how could he do this? And I could hear that part of my voice. The old me would have been so passive aggressive, huffing and puffing all around, right? But I wouldn't have told him why. I would have just like gone downstairs. I would have made my own coffee. I would have like slammed it on the counter. I would have said, how's your music? I would have been like so mad. I would have given him the cold shoulder all morning. I would have snapped at him. I would have found something else then to be so mad about until like he did something. And then I would blow up at him. 
right? Just like screaming. And then I would be so embarrassed because I would have blown up at him over something small, right? Like putting on one hat when I like his other hat. I don't know. I'm making it up, but I would have been so mad. And then I would have been so embarrassed because I would have overreacted. And that really is a very old childhood pattern of mine. That's a way that I learned in my household to be the good girl and not say anything, right? If good girls don't say anything, so I would not say anything if I was mad. But then it would bubble up and bubble up, and then I would scream so I could have my voice heard so that I could get someone to pay attention to me, and then I would feel so embarrassed. And I repeated that pattern to my first husband over and over and over again. And then to every partner who came after him and to Josh. But as I've been on this journey from girl to woman, I've started doing it differently. So here's what I did instead. When I started to feel the frustration rise, like I said, I took a deep breath. I checked in with my truth. What's the truth? What is going on here? The truth is that I really needed a few minutes to myself. That was the biggest truth. The other truth, was he being a jerk? No, he was actually being really sweet. Knowing him, he felt like I had made breakfast every day for the past few days, and he wanted to help me out and make breakfast. And he probably knew, since I was solo, I was doing cold breakfast, right, just like cereal on the table, and he probably thought it would be really nice to serve us a hot breakfast. He was being really sweet. And after days in bed, he probably wanted to get out of bed and like go enjoy and like dance around the kitchen. I I don't blame him after being sick myself the last few days. I really don't blame him. So I asked myself, what do I need? And I thought, I really do need a few minutes to myself. So I went downstairs without blaming him or blaming myself and simply said, I need a few minutes to meditate. Can you take him while you cook? I handed the baby over and I went upstairs. I sat down on my bed. I exhaled. I turned on my insight timer and I meditated and I felt so much better, right? I used to be so mad when a partner didn't know what I was thinking. I used to be so pissed thinking that they needed to know exactly what I was thinking. They should know. They should know. I shouldn't have to tell them. It takes the fun out if I tell them. But the truth is that those are little girl behaviors, not woman behaviors, And a woman takes radical self-responsibility. That's the term I got from Catherine Woodward Thomas, who wrote Calling in the One, radical self-responsibility. And she talks about it in that book and in that course. It's a course I took when I was calling Josh into my life. She uses the term because how often have you said or you've heard a friend say, there are no good men out there, right? All the good ones are taken or all men suck. There are no men in New York City. There are no men in Kansas. It's like, no matter where you live, people think that there are no men there, right? There are no good men anymore. And her point is, rather than blaming the lack of good men, which there aren't, do I think that there are a lot of sucky men? Absolutely. And are there also a lot of good men? Absolutely. Or for you, it could be women or people, whatever you're into. The point is, rather than blaming something outside of yourself, to take radical self-responsibility to create what you want. And in that case, in calling in the one, it was rather than saying there are no good men out there, to really take radical self-responsibility, who do I need to be in order to show up and attract the partner that I want? 
Who do I need to be in order to give the love to someone else so that I get the love in return? Who do I need to be to have really good boundaries that when someone is starting to be a jerk, I say no thank you instead of keeping it going? And so, of course, meeting Josh online, his username on the dating app was one of the good ones. You just can't make this up, (laughs) right? There are good ones out there. And it's radical self-responsibility. And so I love using that term and I give her all credit for it because what we're talking about here is taking radical self-responsibility to being the woman who creates a life that she loves living. Let me say that again. In fact, you say it to yourself. Being the woman who creates a life that you love living. Little girls dress up as princesses, right? You grew up on Disney. You grew up on Cinderella. You grew up on Ariel and Little Mermaid. You grew up on all the Disney princesses. In fact, it still makes me sick. I used to love them so much. And now that I understand how it brainwashed all of us, it makes me so mad to see all the princesses still going strong. I know that there are new empowered ones, which are awesome. But all of those princesses that were saved by a man, usually a white man who came on a white horse, that's an issue. We learned that that was what was going to save us, right? And so this little girl is inside of us going, but someone's going to come save me. And if it was the right person, then they would know my shoe size without me telling them. And if it was the right person, then they would be rich. And if it was the right person, then I would never have to tell them what I want because they would just kiss me and they would know. It's all a farce. It's little girl behavior. And we carry that little girl behavior into every aspect of our life. So let me give you some examples. We'll take a little little girl or woman quiz. You ready? Okay. (laughs) No one's with you in the car, so no one knows how you answered. Your partner says, what would you like to eat tonight? In your head, you think, oh, I would love sushi. Sushi sounds so good. You say, I don't care, whatever you want. Or do you say, "Mm, I would love sushi. How does that sound to you? Little girl, we pretend we don't know what we want And then we get mad when we don't get it. I can't even tell you how many times I've done this in my life. It still pops up. I am reclaiming woman on behalf of all of us. I'm leading a revolution of us, of you, of me, of all of us, reclaiming the word woman in all caps in our power. And I still hear myself do it sometimes because it's so ingrained from when I was a little girl. I remember watching the movies when teenage girls would go on their first date and they were supposed to have a salad. I definitely ate salad with no dressing on many, many dates when I was young. Screw that. I now order the cheeseburger and the fries while Josh often orders the salad because he's a pescatarian and I'm a carnivore. (laughs) Like, I love me some beef. It's hilarious. Waiters will often come and give him the meat and give me the salad. And it's like, "Uh uh-huh indoctrinated much, you know? Little girl behavior. You don't say what you want. You get mad when you don't have it. Woman behavior. You say what you want and then you ask, and how does that sound to you? And if the person says, eh, it doesn't sound good, say, okay, let's find something that sounds great to both of us or let's order from two different restaurants. Or how about we do one thing tonight and a different thing tomorrow night? There are so many ways to do this, but we say we don't know what we want because we're afraid. You're afraid that if you say what you want, you won't be loved. 
because you've seen so many characters in television and movies. And not just characters, we see women in real life who say what they want, like Hillary Clinton, like Kamala Harris, like AOC, women who say what they want and they are called nags, they are called bitches, they are called nasty. You think, I don't want to be that. I want this person to love me. A king? You don't want to be a princess who attracts a prince. Or you don't want to be a princess who attracts another princess. You want to be a queen who attracts a king. And a king actually likes a queen. A king wants a queen who knows what she likes and what she wants. Now, you might do the other thing where your partner says, what would you like? And you're like, ugh, I want Mexican. Okay, we always do what you want. And you jump into rebel teenager, right? You jump into being angry before there's anything to be angry about because the pattern has played out so many times. Raising my hand, I've done it too. Again, that's little girl behavior. That's princess behavior. That's behavior that says, will you love me even if I yell at you? Been there, done that. That was such a pattern in my family. Woman behavior, we say what we want, period. Here's another one. A friend of yours doesn't text you back, like for days, maybe weeks. In your head, you think, oh my God, what did I do wrong? Are they mad at me? Oh my gosh, I shouldn't have said that the last time I talked to them. They're probably mad at me. You start a text, you undo the text. You start a text, you undo the text. You start a text, you undo the text. Then you get it in your head. No, they're being such a jerk that they haven't responded to me. That's so crappy. That's terrible. Woman behavior. Oh, she didn't reply. I wonder what's going on. I hope she's okay. I'll give her a few days and see what's going on. After a few days, no reply. Huh, let me check in. Did anything happen in our last interaction? Anything I know happening in her life? Let me text her again. Just check in on how she's doing. Do you see the difference? Again, I've been the little girl, right? Now, this is one I've totally, totally changed in my life because I'm the worst texter backer, okay? I know you and I are like best friends. And if you send me messages, direct messages on Facebook or Instagram or my text or whatever, like don't be offended when I, your best friend, does not text you back because I'm the worst texter backer, right? Like I'm running a revolution for women. <laughs> I am a wife. I'm a mom to a two-year-old. And at the end of the day, I like to just chill out and read my book or watch my TV or play with my husband or play with myself or dance or be in a sisterhood circle. And so I don't text back a lot. It's just how I am. So we need to have woman response versus little girl response. I'll give you another one. You've already been room parent for the PTO. And they call you. They're like, we really need someone to go in and be there during field day. Can you please, please do this? It's Thursday at three o'clock. And you look on your calendar and there's nothing Thursday at three o'clock. Except you were so excited to have that spot open on your calendar. That was the spot where you were going to put a mani-pedi. That was the spot where you were going to look at the year of woman and you were going to join it with me. That was the spot you were saving to do all the amazing exercises and catch up on podcasts with me. That was your moment. You were going to take a walk. That was your moment for yourself to do nothing, which is really everything. And inside you go, oh, I really should do it. They really need me. Oh, I'm a terrible mother. I'm a terrible human. If I don't do it, oh, I'm the worst. Okay, I'll do it. Yes, yes, I'll do it. Then you are so pissed. You're pissed at them for calling. They should have known better. 
you're pissed at yourself for saying yes. Ugh, how could I have done it again? You're kind of pissed at the world. You show up for PTO. You've got the biggest smile on your face. You do the field day. You're still pissed. You're totally like, and now that night you go home, you drink an extra glass of Chardonnay. You watch more Netflix. You're so pissed at your kid. You practically like, you know, kick over their toys. You're so mad at your partner. You're mad at, right? It's like it goes on and on and you're drained and you're defeated. All because you had a princess moment that we learned from Cinderella that you have to be the stepchild who does everything that the stepmother tells you to do. You've got to go along with it. You've got to go along with it or else you're bad. Right? We all learn to be the good girl. When woman response is to look at the calendar, you see that there's a blank spot. You remember, oh, that's my one blank spot. And you say, I'd love to, but I can't. Period. Now, how many times have you done this? Where you say, I'd love to, but I can't. And then you give like 16 sentences of why you can't. Right. It's like you just want to fill it in. You're like, and then my brother's third cousin's best friends, high school sweetheart principal is going to come and they've been promising. And I, I said I would. And then I said I would. And then it's like you 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 tell the most elaborate thing to prove that you cannot do field day that day. The most elaborate. When really everybody's like, uh, OK. And then it sounds fake anyway. Right? So it's totally made up. Again, I've done that. I was actually just thinking of that because I was supposed to have a full day of clients a couple of days ago. I'm going out of town for this Puerto Rico retreat, and I really needed an extra day to rest. I wanted to make sure that I was really healthy for the retreat. And some of my clients, my one-on-one coaching clients, are coming on that retreat. And I knew that if I did all those one-on-one sessions, even though I felt so much better, I knew I would be more tired at the end of the day. And I don't want anything to jeopardize my recovery right now, both for myself and my body and also for the retreat. And so taking care of myself is number one. And so I canceled my one-on-one sessions. And one of my clients immediately messaged me back and said, take care of yourself and thank you for looking after yourself. Ah, take care of yourself and thank you for looking after yourself. Can you imagine I mean, I got tears in my eyes when I read that. I told her it was like soothing balm from all of the years of patriarchal corporate bullshit when I felt like I was so sick and hacking up a lung and I had to call a boss to call in sick and (laughs) I'm so sick today (laughs) to like prove that I was sick. That's the little girl inside who felt like if I told my parents that I was sick and needed to stay home from school that day, I had to prove to them that I was sick enough to stay home. Like they wouldn't believe me. And I don't remember. Maybe they did. Maybe they didn't. But something gave me the impression that they wouldn't believe me. And it might not have been my parents at all. It might have been society, what we see in sitcoms, what we see, you know, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, that people pretended to be sick. And so parents started to get suspicious of it. Or we as kids saw that and thought, oh, well, I better like really, really show up and show I'm sick in case they saw the movie too. Or it might be another case of little girl, we don't believe you. The little girl who cried wolf. We don't believe you, Red Riding Hood. We don't believe you that you were assaulted. We don't believe you that it wasn't consensual. 
when you were wearing short shorts. We don't believe you that you didn't want it to. We live in a world that doesn't believe girls, doesn't believe women. We have to prove that we were assaulted. Our word is not enough. And so if you're anything like me, you learn to overdo it. That is little girl behavior. Woman behavior is what I said to my client, which is this. I'm going to cancel our session today and keep resting. We'll add a session later into your package. Thank you for understanding. Now, here's the thing. When you exhibit a woman behavior, you might have someone like my amazing client who says, yes, take care of yourself. Or my other amazing client who preempted it over the weekend because she knew that I was sick and said, if you need to cancel on Monday, don't worry about it. (laughs) Right? So hopefully you work with people like I work with the best women in the world, which is why I'm always telling you to join my sisterhoods. Like these are the women that you will interact with and will love you up and you will seriously become so in your power and so in your juice and so in your joy. But if you work with someone who's a jerk or you have a partner that doesn't respond to you as woman, I mean, this might happen. When you start shifting from little girl behaviors to woman behaviors, not everyone's going to like it. They're used to you being little girl. They're used to those old ways and it's worked for them. It's gotten them what they wanted. So they may not like it when you step into woman. And I think this is one of the hardest thing that those people then are likely not the right people for you. They either need to really learn to up their game or the time in your life has passed, right? But do you stay small and like a little girl in your life because it appeases everyone else? Like I know that that's easier. I know it's safer. Believe me, I know. But sister, that would mean you're staying small in your life until you're what, 80, 90, 100 and not on this planet anymore. That's not why you came here. That's not why you came here to live. You came to live here on earth to be alive, fully alive, not dead inside. Woman says, hey, I need to change our schedule. You don't even need to say why. You don't even need to say you're sick. Hey, I need to change our appointment. How about Tuesday instead? Or we'll add it on. I've got you. And if you're worried someone's going to be mad, you can say, hey, if this causes any inconvenience or issue, please let me know. And I'm here to work with it. Sometimes if I know I'm going to give disappointing news to a client, I'll say, hey, and if we need repair around this, let me know. I'll give you an example. I do these incredible VIP days where you, it's a, it's a private retreat with me. You and me, we go somewhere in the world and we spend an entire day together. It's like nothing is as life altering as getting a full day of me helping you get clear on your purpose or work out your plan for your purpose business or like come into your power, identify your brand, like all of it like can happen in a day, work past all your blocks. It's nothing is that is as powerful. And part of it is I pay for your hotel room. That's part of the package. And a glitch happened in the summer. A client of mine had been in Napa Valley, California with me. Incredible VIP day where she claimed her power. She, we did a self-marriage ceremony. She even bought herself a ring that day for the ceremony. Like it was incredible. And then she got billed for the hotel. And I didn't realize. Like we didn't double check that the hotel was on our bill. Like, you know, shame on us that we didn't go find tooth comb through our credit card. We just figured we told the hotel staff it was done. It was done. Well, Six months later, she came back and said, hey, this was supposed to be covered. And so, of course, I apologized. I took full responsibility. I'm so sorry. And I said, 
And hey, let me know if you want any repair conversation. And she said, yes. And it turns out she wasn't even mad. She just wanted to like connect because it's been months anyway. Great. But like, woman, we take full responsibility. Little girl, you hide it. You blame it on somebody else. You pretend, right? Woman, you take full responsibility. You apologize and you say, and how can I repair this? Now, I know that some of these woman behaviors are scary. I'm even experiencing some of this as a mom right now, right? Because Shay is starting to say, yuck, when I kiss him. Yuck, yuck, yuck. No, mommy, no kisses. And the little girl inside of me is like, "Ah, my boyfriend doesn't love me anymore. Right? I feel so rejected. Ah, Why don't they love me? And I want to pout and sulk. And I think I probably have, right? And then like deep breaths and like the woman truth, the woman truth is he's gaining his independence. This is normal part of toddlerhood. And for me to say, okay, mommy won't kiss you right now. But know that I love you and you can never make me stop loving you. Another one of my clients gave me that. Another reason I love being in sisterhood with women because anytime you're in sisterhood, there's no hierarchy. And so my clients have had kids longer than I have. So they give me great advice, just like I give them great advice about other aspects of their life. It like works beautifully. There are so many areas of life where you might show up as little girl. But what you really need in order to be in your power is woman. And the reason it matters so much is that all of the little girl behaviors lead to saying yes when you really mean no, which means being overwhelmed, doing more than you physically have time for, no time for yourself, getting burnt out, being overwhelmed, being depleted, eventually miserable, hating life. It also leads to saying no to yourself. So time you set aside to create jewelry because you wanted to start an Etsy store, you put that last. I have a client who puts her work with me and her work with herself last all the time. I don't blame her. That's how it always has to look. I said, you need to start treating this like a J-O-B, like a job. Because when you have a job and you're accountable to somebody else, you show up. But when you're, it's for yourself, you often don't do it, right? That's little girl behavior versus woman behavior. And so When you say no to your own needs, you say no to your own purpose, you say no to your own dreams, you might be making other people happy, but ultimately, you're going to make yourself very unhappy. When we're in princess mode, we make ourselves small, tiny, helpless, and then we don't feel good about ourselves. And then that carries over to more self-doubt, more self-deprecation, more self-sabotage. Do you see the pattern? When you show up as a woman, it's scary at first, not going to lie. Still scary. Scary all the time for me. And so empowering. You'll have the scare and taking the deep breath. That's why so much. It's like, that's why in the year of woman, you can join it any month. But February is all about being goddess. It's about your mental, emotional, physical, spiritual health as the foundation for everything else in your life. So that you have that foundation to come back to in your breath, in your well-being, in your wholeness because that's going to support all the other decisions. And then what's on the other side of fear? On the other side of the fear of being woman is is extraordinary. It's like better than anything I could even tell you, because since I have taken hold of being woman, my marriage is sizzling hot, right? I used to like not tell a partner what I liked. First of all, I didn't know what I liked sexually. Like I knew how I 
would masturbate when I was a young kid, but I didn't know after that. I hadn't experimented enough. And so it was up to me. I've got to come to know my own body, love my own body, and then I have to teach someone. And it can be awkward, right? Like little girls like, oh, I don't want to tell them. It feels weird. Oh, I feel awkward. I feel bad. Oh, I'll just fake the orgasm. Who does that help? Them and their egos? Maybe. All it's going to do is get you more fake orgasms and bad sex. It's harder and braver and more powerful. And you will have an extraordinary sex life and love life and just life when you get to know what you love. And you say, hey, yes, like this, no, like this. When you say, hey, can I take your hand? Can I show you? When you actually take your mouth and you show them the kind of kiss that you like, it's beautiful, it's empowering, and it's powerful, and it's actually attractive as fuck. It's magnetizing. When you start taking responsibility for yourself as woman, you will walk with your shoulders back. You will walk so powerful in life. You will feel turned on and alive, and that is magnetizing. And the other side of fear is like even better than you can imagine, right? When I was so scared to leave my corporate job, when my dad said to me, that is the stupidest decision I've ever heard. Little girl was like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. That's why even once the moving truck dropped me off, I went running after it. I've shared that story a million times. That's the truth. I then had to pause, take some deep breaths, ground and center in myself and in my truth. What is my truth? My deepest truth was that this grad program was aligned with my heart and soul, that I could see the future empowering women. I could see myself on this microphone, even though I didn't even know what podcasts were in 2010. It was my deepest truth, even though it was scary. And so I stood in that power. I said yes. And I kept moving in. And I went to school. And I let the magic unfold. I said yes to when my heart said to try something, like wanting to be a teacher's assistant, getting my first coaching client, And then meeting Josh, and it turned out to be the best decision of my life. The best decision of my life. Until, of course, recent years when having my family, etc. My best friend and I were in my hot tub the other day, and we were talking about how on the other side of fear is even more magical, even better, even more incredible, even happier than we can ever imagine. The fear is so daunting that we don't realize how much happiness is on the other side because we've never experienced that amount of happiness. We've never experienced that amount of aliveness and joy and radiance. And she was taking a class where the woman was talking about this concept and literally had a song about it where the chorus of the song was, I didn't know it could be like this. I didn't know it could be like this. And so there she and I are in the hot tub going, I didn't know it could be like this. I didn't know it could be like this. Because if you had told that scared young woman, I was 36, if you had told me when the moving truck was pulling away that I'd be sitting here on this microphone with an audience of more than 500,000 people having downloaded my podcast, with 33 women in the year of woman, and we haven't even started, with having gotten to be on a national radio show where I got to speak to 2 million women, where I've been on the world's largest stages like at Amazon and Avon and Capital One, if you had told me that I would have written a book at this point, if you had told me that this would be my life, I would have said, no way, no way. That's going to happen. That's going to happen. That's going to happen. Because I didn't know it could be like this. I didn't know it could be like this. When you step into woman, that's what can happen. I want to read you something from my Facebook post today. Woman is needed now more than ever for us all to liberate ourselves and reclaim the word woman as the most powerful creature on the planet. 
No more degrading the word. We are all needed to elevate the word woman. Be our most powerful selves, change generations forward. And the world is so ready for us women. The world is so ready for woman, all caps. Your life will change when you step into woman, all caps, fully. Your full sensuality, your full power, your boundaries, your yes, your no, your purpose, your softness, your worthiness, your confidence, your wealth and health in all ways. This is the revolution of woman. And if you're listening to this podcast, then you're already on it with me. And I'm so grateful. Stay on it. Elevate to the next step of it. Let me be your coach. I'm the best woman coach in the entire world. You can ask my clients. That's why they call me the woman's whisperer. That's why they've had such massive, incredible joy and transformation in their lives. Join the year of woman. It's only $111 a month. And I know that's not affordable for every single person, but I really tried to make it a price where you get so much from me, a live class, a full sisterhood, workbook, exercises, journal prompts, a coaching call where you can ask me anything, all for only $111 a month. It's truly the best deal on the internet. It's the best deal on any podcasts. It's truly the best deal on the planet. Go to karenrockheincom forward slash woman. Do not hesitate. Go do that now. Just press pause on the podcast. Go do that now. Because we're here to change the world one woman at a time. It starts with us. It starts with me. It starts with you. It starts with us. For myself, for you, for us. With that, my love, thank you for listening to this episode. I hope I, I hope I stay on your shoulder reminding you, woman, 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 every time you start dipping into little girl. And I am here to be your guide and your coach all the way through. Clients pay me tens of thousands of dollars to coach. Come join me for 111. I've got you. We've got each other. Make sure you're joining the Purpose Girl. Make sure you're joining the Facebook group. For now, it's still called Purpose Girls, but it will be changing soon. Make sure you have downloaded and subscribed to this podcast because the name will be changing soon. Follow me on Instagram at Karen Rockhind. And TikTok is coming soon too. Lots going on. I love you so much. May you live purposefully. May you love yourself. And may you love life. Bye for now. <laughs>